Let us be attentive. The Lord will give strength to his people. Bring to the Lord, O sons of God, bring to the Lord honor and glory. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter unto Timothy. Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, the saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive, because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Till I come, attend to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophetic utterance when the Council of Elders laid their hands upon you. Practice these duties. Devote yourself unto them, so that all may see your progress. Peace be with you, the reader. Thank you. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief collector and rich, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not on account of the crowd, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham. 
For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. One of the greatest novels of all time is Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Many of us are familiar with this novel, having read it or heard about it, seen a copy of it in a bookstore, or watched some television production of it, like on Masterpiece Theater. Although written in 1813 in England, the novel Pride and Prejudice speaks to us today. It speaks to us today about how often, how we often prematurely come to the wrong conclusions about others. In the novel, a young woman, Miss Elizabeth Bennet, meets a young man, Mr. Darcy, who seems to her to be rigid distant and unfeeling. Miss Elizabeth Bennet, at first, wrongly thinks that Mr. Darcy is self-centered. She thinks he is uncaring. But little did she know how kind, generous, and merciful Mr. Darcy was to others. He even made amends for people who didn't deserve his help. In the beginning of the novel, not realizing how good Mr. Darcy was, Miss Elizabeth Bennet didn't want to keep company with Mr. Darcy. In today's gospel lesson, we read about someone else whom many wanted to avoid. Today we read about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a tax collector for the Roman overlords over the, the, the Judean people. If you can imagine, Zacchaeus was helping the Roman Empire by collecting taxes for, for the people who were ruling over his own people, the Jews. He was a traitor to his own people, and even growing rich by helping the foreign rulers by collecting taxes for them. To make matters worse, Zacchaeus abused his position by collecting extra taxes to pay for his own expensive lifestyle. Zacchaeus was hurting himself and others. Zacchaeus simply needed to make amends with others. To us, the story about Zacchaeus is not, is not some distant event in the past. His story speaks to us today. 
When we read about his situation, we may reflect on our own situation. We, too, have at one time or another betrayed principles or morals that we were taught. Perhaps we have lacked helping the poor. Perhaps we have not been honest or sincere in our faith. Perhaps what job or career we have chosen has brought us away from God. Like Zacchaeus, perhaps we have betrayed principles we were taught. But just like Zacchaeus, we too can make amends. We too, like Zacchaeus, receive enlightenment from God to change our ways. We too, like Zacchaeus, receive help which we don't even deserve. In a famous passage in the Epistle to the Hebrews, we can read about Christ, who is our self-sacrificing high priest. In it, it reads, Brethren, it was fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, blameless, unstained, separated from sinners, exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered up himself. That is to say, Christ, who has no sin, sacrificed himself for us sinners. He was perfect, blameless, and without sin, yet sacrificed himself for us undeserving sinners. He made amends for our sins, although Christ himself had no sins of his own. When Zacchaeus realized that God, what God could do for him, that God could even make amends for us for his own terrible sins, Zacchaeus changed his way of life. He decided to make amends for his past wrongs. He decided to give back four times what he unlawfully took from others. Realizing that God makes amends for us sinners, although God himself is sinless, Zacchaeus was eager to make amends with those whom he had wronged. What a great realization by Zacchaeus. He acted in love towards those he formerly wronged. He made amends. And that is what we should do. When we realize how much God has already made amends for us sinners through the death and resurrection of his son, so we should come to the realization that God's work is a work of reconciliation, of making amends for all people. Realizing that God makes amends for others, we too should strive to make amends with others we have wronged and to make amends between us and God. Maybe it means making up with some co-worker, friend, or relative we have hurt. Maybe it means reaching out to help someone that is hurting due to his own sin. Maybe it means turning away from a particular sin. Whatever it is, we too, like Zacchaeus, can realize that God's work is a work of reconciliation and making amends for others. We too, like Zacchaeus, can make amends 
for our sins. In the novel Pride and Prejudice, Miss Elizabeth Bennet finally realizes that Mr. Darcy is not rigid, distant, and unfeeling. Rather, she realizes in the second half of the story that Mr. Darcy makes amends for people who didn't even deserve his help. Then she fell in love with him. Mr. Darcy's self-sacrifice for others reflects God's love for us. This is a big reason why Pride and Prejudice is such a great story. Mr. Darcy makes amends for undeserving others like God makes amends for us. But infinitely more amazing than any fictional character like Mr. Darcy is the one true God who sacrificed himself for us, although we do not deserve his help. Once we, too, realize that God is not rigid, distant, and unfeeling, but rather making amends for us to the point of sacrificing himself for us, we can be spurred to make amends with others like Zacchaeus. Let us follow his example. Amen.